The first love of my life was Blackpool Winter Gardens. The last love of my life is Morecambe Winter Gardens. <laughs> it's the acoustics, Nigel. I yeah. mean, you could fry, yeah. you could fry fish and chips in here, and it sound fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic, and we should really be preserving all these things, shouldn't we? When they're gone, they're gone. Welcome to the Morecambe Bay podcast with Nigel Thompson. Its terracotta brickwork stands proud on the prom. It's home to a small army of volunteers. Dating from 1897, the Winter Gardens in Morecambe has been quietly brought back to life. This is great. This is the entrance area. Again, it's probably not changed for, uh, for decades. So we're going behind the scenes now and up the stairs. And this tile work is fantastic. Look at this. It's just beautiful. Up the stairwell. Ted Tandy has volunteered here for years. You keep your fit. I'm sure it does, yeah. But look at this, this is solid. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. What would be a bit of interest, over under the ceiling, we decided that we wanted to try painting it. I said, well, we've got a lot of nicotine on there. How do we get rid of it? because we couldn't afford to use stain blocker. So I tried turps, I tried sugar soap, none of it was anything. In the end, I got a bucket of hot, soapy, fairy liquid in a bit of scotch pad, and I cleaned an area off. And uh, it stayed clean, it all came clean. So we give it an undercoat with an oil-bound undercoat, and then emulsion, and if you go over and look above them steps, you'll see the, the part we've done the test on, and no nicotine has burnt through. So we've done the whole circle above here, we've done the whole ceiling like that, with undercoat and a primer. Professor Vanessa Toolman is the chair of the Preservation well, Trust. We've got a grant for 209000 the total grant's worth 262000 and the trust has contributed 52000 through a bounce-back loan for the roof and also uh, money that we've raised over the last year. So all of the under part of the horseshoe will be done, and Ted will explain all the missing plaster there, all the way around, and you see there's whole three sections at the end which have no plaster at all. All of that will be done, all the missing ornamental plaster will be placed, and on the bottom of the stage, where the third box, fourth box is, that will be done. And that's what Ted's most happy about. So there'll be a new plaster done, and that'll be done by Hills and Howe, who did the first and second stage restoration of the ceiling. The second part of the money will go Excuse off. me, sorry, so can I just ask you one last question for the girl? Yeah. Near the ceiling? Yeah. Was it originally white? No, the ceiling was originally gold, but that's been replaced by the new ornamental pieces that we've had done. So we've had £580,000 worth of work done on the ceiling this year. Right, okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise. What do you think of the the building? What do you make of it? It's fantastic. It's fantastic, and we should really be preserving all these things, shouldn't we? When they're gone, they're gone. Liverpool's done that with its old, you know, cinemas letting go to that ruin. Gone. And everybody in any Liverpool forum is up in arms over it saying... Why would you let that go? You know, and the, you know, you've got regress. You won't have it for this. So, yeah, no, we're fantastic. We're, we're saving it here. 
I want to play um, Tears for Souvenirs then. Ken Dodd, and it's like... Yeah, Ken Dodd Foundation gave us £5,000 My husband just said, yeah. you think if we could have played here as well? Yeah, yeah, we've had amazing... The whole heritage is... But yeah, have a look round and you can get a tea and coffee. We've got some postcards and Ted's one of our volunteers who does all Hello, of the Ted. work for us. Band pit. Yeah. And look back up. You get a proper perspective of the size of yeah, this place. You've seen all the seats up there? Yeah, that's how I noticed that the ceiling was white. So and the, the other colour? Those are the new pieces of plaster. Right, okay. So each of those plasters sections are three metres by three metres. And we've had, uh, they've been in for four and a half months, haven't they, Ted? Five and a half months doing it. And they're, they're bringing them back to do all the underparts now. Well, I think, if you know, this gets the funding it deserves and then you get the Eden project. Fantastic, wouldn't it be? You know, yeah. bring it up north. Exactly. That's where the well, action is. Thank you. Lovely. Take care. Good luck. That's nice. That's a great reaction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, how often do you get that reaction? Obviously every time. Every yeah. time. We we've had since we reopened on the June the first, we've had over fifteen thousand people through, and the friends and the volunteers and Ted. Every weekend, we've been selling books, making cups of tea. And we've raised twenty-seven thousand pounds this summer. It's amazing, isn't it? Twenty-seven thousand. So, what with that and the, the grant that was announced this week, how, how much how much further on are you now compared to where you were this time last year? So, uh, well, we've raised over just under a million in the last fourteen months, but we have another four to five million to raise. But I've only been doing it for two years, so it's not bad. What's the, what's the ambition? What's the aim then? We want to turn it into an all-year-round music venue. So we want to turn it into. An, so we're looking at increasing the capacity in the next few weeks to a thousand down here because now the auditorium's safe, warm, nice heating, and uh, all infrastructure fine. Fire alarms, fire testing, everything done. All the asbestos gone. So that downstairs will be a thousand capacity music venue. And as we bring money in, we can restore the grand circle, and so we'll turn it into a two and a half thousand music venue, which will be the one of the largest in the northwest. It got really hard though, given coronavirus, the restrictions about distancing, things like that. Does that not sort of concern you that for the future your, your capacity might be smaller and no, therefore no, viability might not be as good? No, because this building was built for 5,000 people. So, you know, capacity is fine. Two and a half thousand is still gives you plenty of space to walk around and do things. So, no, so the thousand down here, and, and were, we're working with Lancashire County Council fire officers <coughs> to get that food, but most importantly, we, we, we were closed for, from December, January, February, March, four months to get all the work done. The only people who will be allowed in is the restoration team. Ted's got a big job upstairs. He doesn't, he's, <laughs> he's got a big piece of work for me upstairs, so we're doing how, that. How important are people like Ted, the volunteers? The volunteers are the lifeblood of the building, really. They just needed someone to, to boss them around, didn't you, Ted? <laughs> to give them instructions and organise them. So we have two groups of volunteers. We have the weekend volunteers, we do the teas, coffees, the tours, play on the organ, uh, look after the swag and the tombola, and then we have the restoration and maintenance team on a Tuesday, Wednesday, who is run by Malcolm O'Neill, who's a Morecambe stalwart of long standing, everyone knows Mally, and Helen, and they run it on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Ted set that up many years ago, and they do all the infrastructure, just the repairs, not, not the major historic detailed specialist job, but they do things like Henry goes on the roof and clears the roof 
Uh, uh, Trevor does the flowers and the gutterings, doesn't he? Ted does a lot of the woodwork. Lynn does the joinery. Jerry, what, what does Jerry do? Lots of things. Sounds like a big family, doesn't it? Sounds like a Winter Gardens family. Yeah, it is a Winter Gardens family. We, are, we have got a great family of people. So is it safe now? Is it kind of watertight absolutely, and warm? Absolutely, it's absolutely safe. The, ceiling, the ceiling's been signed off, so that's completely safe. It'll be fi- under the under the Shasby Avenue fire, um, not fire, the plaster work fell in 2014. Uh, anything with ornamental plaster, you have to get checked. So when it got checked a few years ago, it was condemned. So we really shouldn't have had anything in the building. So what we're doing now, we've got it all done. £580,000 work was spent on it. It's been signed off. It's completely safe. And it can be a full-time music venue now. But now we've got to put the rest of the infrastructure in. Exciting times, as that lady was saying just there. I mean, the Eden Project, the plans are in now. So we do, do you think that's going to, it must have, must it, help put you on the map and, and really help bring more I, people I, in? I think Morecambe doesn't need anything to put it on the map. It's the most beautiful bay in the country. But Eden, Eden will bring more people in and the Winter Gardens has got to be ready for those people. So it's, compa- it's compatible, comparable, but we don't need to rely on Eden and they don't need to rely on us, we need to work together and that's what we're doing. You've got an experience of, of working in Blackpool, I know you've been heavily involved in the entertainment industry there. Do you think you can bring some of that expertise from there and some, perhaps some of, the, some of the pull of Blackpool to, to Morecambe? Morecambe has always had its own separate visitor attraction, visitor economy, it doesn't need to compete with Blackpool, it needs to complement Blackpool. We need to offer something in Morecambe that people wouldn't need to go to Blackpool for. People from Blackpool would come here that they wouldn't get in Blackpool, like the view like the art and the works, but you know, I love them both. I'm equally, I'm a Lancastrian, so I don't like this idea of competing towns. We're all part of a great county and we work together. So yeah, uh, Morecambe Winter Gardens is a different beast to Blackpool Winter Gardens. I, I, I said I have, the first love of my life was Blackpool Winter Gardens. The last love of my life is Morecambe Winter Gardens. <laughs> don't say that, that sounds very fatalistic. Well, no, but... I mean, it'll be here, you yeah. know. This will be the last great building I do work on, I think, because it will take me a few years. And uh, But you're confident it will open? You've got good, good fun. Well, it is open. We're open all the time, but we're, we're just confident we'll move it to the next stage. A lot of work needs to be done, but we're, we've done more work in the last 14 months than been done in 20 years, haven't we, Ted? Yeah. Yeah, so it's about that. And then the final part of it will be reinforcing the steelwork, um, fixing the roof, Replacing the lead, which keeps them getting stolen, with uh, a, a, a suitable historic England recommended replacement. And uh, so by April next year, we'll be watertight, ready for business. But we'll still need to work on the second and third floors. The view upstairs, I have to say, must be fantastic. Yeah, from the yeah we're, we're doing a feasibility study. That, that's a separate piece of work we're doing with Architectural Heritage Fund. Uh, yeah. So at the moment, we've got three different types of funding architectural heritage feasibility to look at what we can use the front of the building for historic England and culture recovery fund to preserve to preserve and to support the parts of the building which are at risk because they're in danger or they need immediate emergency work on them like the plaster and the steel and the corrosion and the roof and then the third part of funding we'll be going for next year will be economic feasibility of what the building can be.
Peter's our organ. He goes up and plays the organ for yes. us. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah. yeah. How's it going? Right, Nigel, Nigel, isn't it? It is Nigel, yes. I'm just recording a podcast um, with, with yourself and, and with Vanessa as well, which was just, just this, yeah. Oh, brilliant. But I enjoyed the organ. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Can I ask you, what, what's it like playing in the Winter Gardens? It's wonderful. I mean, the acoustics are absolutely superb. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you think of all the famous people that have played here, um, Edward Elgar apparently said that this was the most... Best play, best acoustics in the country. Yeah, no. Yeah, Winter Gardens in Morecambe, <laughs> and of course we've had George Formby here, yeah. Yeah, Roland yeah. Hardy. Yeah. Uh, so playing on that stage is an absolute honour. Oh, I love yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And and we've got the Yamaha AR100, and what's good about it, it's an electronic organ. Sounds lovely. The tone's fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, Perfect. that's well, you get, it's the acoustics, Nigel. I yeah. mean, you could fry yeah. you could fry fish and chips in here, and it sound fantastic. <laughs> 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 and what a reaction, a ripple of applause as well. You know, it's yeah, nice, we, it? it is very nice. And um, I just play, you know, Saturdays and Sundays, oh. and people come into the cafe and have a cup of tea and a toasted sandwich, yeah. and they'll come up and ask for requests. And if I can play them, I'll play them for them, you know. Um, and I've met some lovely people over the over oh, the summer season. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well done. And you're obviously getting good news now, a bit more money from the government. Marvellous, so that, isn't it? it yeah, helps. absolutely. And of course, Vanessa, our new chair, is absolutely superb. She's really driving it forward, you know. We have two sets of volunteers. So you can go on our website and www.morkenwintergardens.co.uk. You can download a form and you can apply. And then, you know, you get induction, you get training. And then... You can work on the Tuesday, Wednesday, if you, if, if you have a skill to add to it, because it's not, you need to have a skill, don't you, Ted? You need to be able to, well, flexible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've got former joiners, we've got uh, retired tradesmen, we've got plumbers, we've got painters, decorators, electrician. So we're always looking for skilled tradesmen who are retired and want to do stuff, and tradeswomen. We, one, of our, one of our people, uh, Bernie, is a former a retired French polisher from Waring and Gillow. So we've got great, and um, you know, Ted's a former submarine, ex-mariner, old sea dog, diver, biker, all-round talent, you know. So we have lots of, lots of people. And at the weekend, our volunteers are anyone from people who work at the council, teachers, retired people, People who love Morecambe and love the Winter Gardens. It's like a, a nice community involvement project as well, not just for the building, but for people you know, to give you something to do and to enjoy. I think we, uh, we're a family now, aren't we, Ted? Yeah, they, they, they do take the mickey out of me and think I'm a bit bossy. Well, next year marks a big anniversary for the Winter Gardens. 2022 is the 125th anniversary of the theatre. I've added links to the Winter Gardens website, which you can see on the show notes for this edition of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Spread the word and enjoy the bay. Follow us and get in touch. Search Morecambe Bay Podcast on social media 